0: Hello, Pastor Deborah here and welcome again to another wonderful, wonderful letter that Pastor Deborah wrote years ago called a letter of love, a light into the darkness. When I first began helping people the Lord's way from helping people the mental health counseling way. I was thrown into the deepest end of the darkness of the spiritual realm I could ever imagine. I had no knowledge of. It. And I was to bring a love like this light that is demonstrated to us here on this clip art from Google. I was to bring a light into great darkness of hearts and minds. I didn't know how to do it. But somehow, God helped me. Here, in this video teaching from Pastor Deborah, a master spiritual teacher, a shepherd, a pastor, a mighty king, a warrior, one who can go into the darkness Behind enemy lines. And reach you. Yes you. I had to learn how to do it. Through words. In the realm of the spirit. Through teaching. How to help people. The Lord's way. So here. In this wonderful video. From the. Playlist on the Hidden Kingdoms YouTube channel Called A Light Into the Darkness I am picking up in a story Of a love letter that was written to me From a seer That means a prophetic voice One who sees into the realm of the spirit A seer And this was my letter in response To this person Who sent me his letter and catalog Trying to get me to purchase His services Of being a seer At first I didn't know what a seer was I had to study It's one who hears from a god Who sees out into the realm of the spirit Who has a knowing Beyond our earthly knowledge And he had sent me a catalog Which you will hear about And his letter in episode number 11, part 1. This episode, number 11, part 2, is my love letter back to him. This prophetic seer. I learned how to talk in letters. I used to send teddy bears out with the letters. Let me show you one of them, if you don't mind. I would send a teddy from Walmart that I would get at Valentine's and send it out with a letter. I was sending love in a very unique way. Not love between a man and a woman, but between a mother and a child. One who did not really know what this love called agape was so teddies like this one helped me i sent little teddy bears all around the world even to counts in england heavy metal music musicians satanic high priest and priestesses children i learned to use illustrations and my voice and now on a video me I learned how to talk and not only write letters. So here in this episode, number 11, part number 2 of a love letter to a seer, I'm going to read to you my letter I wrote back to you. So you can understand what helping people the Lord's way looks like. And how you, too, can reach out and help people in a different way. As I said, let's give a big thank you to this wonderful picture from Google Free Clip Art. And to Zoom Pro, who I'm recording through. And I'll put this video into Wondershare for Laura And edit it out at all kinds of transitions music that I think might be appropriate. I'll add titles and maybe special effects. And you'll have, to the best of my ability, a wonderful video to listen to and watch. I then usually podcast it out to a free podcast show, which you will find on the website of www.agapiloveishere.org. It's on the left-hand side. There are many different podcast shows. They're all free to listen to and download. So you can listen to it. You can watch it. I'll also probably host a lot of these on LinkedIn, Twitter, on my pages under Pastor Deborah, And it will also be on the YouTube channel, The Hidden Kingdoms, for you to watch. So enjoy Learn and see how you too can be touched by a love that you do not know yet. This is for you. Yes, you little one. Yeah. You that go to those special meetings. Spiritually. that Travel out of your body that are high-ranking Illuminati, world leaders. I can get to you in your dreams. You cannot escape, Agape God, love. it's coming to you right now. So let's pick up first with a prayer, which helps to set our mind and our ears ready to hear and learn. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you took Pastor Deborah from a mental health counselor. Helping people with issues and problems. To being a global master teacher. A spiritual mother. A king. A warrior. Prophet. A priest. A seer herself. To help people the Lord's way. A knowledge beyond their understanding. Thank you for helping Pastor Deborah to become a seer herself. Through the gift of discerning of spirits. Words of knowledge for her spirit. Thank you, Father, for your great love of humanity. No matter where they are, how deep of darkness they're in and ignorance serving Satan, knowingly or unknowingly. Thank you, Father, that your love is so great. It has traveled throughout the generations and it never falters. It never loses. Not one. We thank you, Father, now that you will teach us how to reach out. As a light into the darkness. Through a letter. To a a occultic seer. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. This letter. Back to an occultic seer. His name was Mr. Gurin. Probably not saying it correct. He had sent me a catalog. About his services. And how he wanted to help me. I thought it was rather nice of him to do that reaching out with his skills and his abilities. When I would get these, or people would come, say, on the telephone, through other people, in Walmart, I knew there was two different kinds of assignments that was going on. Mr. Guron, by his rules of his kingdom, had to reach out to a powerful Christian, To try to turn me, get me to buy into another system, another way of getting help than using the Holy Spirit, the words of truth and light from God, the great creator. He was trying to turn me, snare me, entrap me, see if my flesh was up, see if I would buy into his system. Or not And I knew that When I would run into these people They were on assignment Sent to me To see if I could be taken Captive Kidnapped, sort of speak And then used Sort of like In human trafficking For their purposes He was working for the great king Satan Here on planet earth he had his family probably had ancestors and generations of satanic seers working with demonic spirits who could see and hear and would help him. Did he know that? Maybe, maybe not. Did he have a heart to help people? Yes. Did he want to see people get help from the spiritual realm? Yes. Did he have gifts, spiritually, that he wanted to use to help Pastor Deborah? Yes. So when I entered into this ministry of helping people the Lord's way, this is what I ran into right from the beginning. and I had to learn fast. The message I was carrying, the messenger I was to take, And the message I was to give. I had to be loving. Even in letters. I had to learn. Be tested. Tried. Have experience. I had to go outside the four walls of the church. I had to step out into the unknown. I had to be an evangelist. Going into great darkness. Sort of like Paul. Going into cities that had never heard the word of God before. Challenging the spiritual gods and kings of that area. I had to learn. I watched movies. I watched about being behind enemy lines in World War II. Special ops, Navy SEALs going on a mission. I had to learn. But I had to also learn how to talk. Right have an appearance of love, so people could feel, see, and believe what I was carrying and bringing to them through words. My words and this light of agape love had to be immersed as one. We were traveling together on a mission to reach you, to reach into the darkness, with a light of love, hope, freedom, and most of all, bringing a spiritual mother that would set the anchor for the soul and the spirit that could bring in the rays of healing with all of its glory by being anchored to a spiritual mother and then sitting as a disciple. Under the pastor, me, Deborah, as a master teacher, as your mama. Mamas were the first teachers to all infants, even in the womb. The infant had a special bond and could hear the mother's heartbeat, feel her stresses and fears, and then she'd come out, and the first person was put into the arms of a mother. Eyes made contact. The little baby had already heard the voice of mother, maybe singing to it, talking to it, and feel her touch as she touched her belly. Hear the kind words, knew the mother's touch voice. And now the eyes could see what only the ears could hear. And the warmth of the arms and the loving breast of a mother A man cannot do this. man was not given that nature, those abilities. His nature, his arms, his voice was something different. It was to protect these two. It was to be strong. Sacrifice his life if necessary. And even some mothers will do that. They will fall and protect their baby. The greatest love is to give your life. For someone else. A man's voice. Was strong. The baby would learn about it. Later. But first life came from a mother. Mother's voice. Mother's heart. Mother's eyes. Mother's touch. The mother was setting the anchor. Of love. Peace. Comfort. Safety. Joy. Peace. Into the little child. All through holding it. And looking. The father's voice. If he had heard it. The child. And the father spoke loving words of blessings. Gentle touch to the baby in the womb. The baby would recognize it. But it was the mama. That the baby is handed to. To go right to the breast. It's the mother that cares for the child The father's away working Out in the killing fields Bringing home the meat, the money Protecting, providing a home Shelter, care, food While mama stays home And anchors the baby in love Begins the education Developing their self-image Their value Setting love in its place bringing in and developing the self-esteem the mental wellness of the child that's the mother's job the father has another job and the man is emotionally developed to go out and have a different character than the mother the mother is different their nature is different Their emotions are different, but both, if necessary, will sacrifice their life for their child if they're a true mother. Many mothers sell their children for money. Many fathers will sell their children for money. When the need is so great in a family, because of great poverty, the children are sold. Children become just products to be birthed and sold. But Pastor Deborah was the loving kind. She had one biological child and couldn't have any more. So God gave her humanity as her spiritual children. Everyone is spiritually adopted by me. The connection is made. I bring them spiritually into my arms and I cuddle with them. My voice is soft and tender to their spirits. Who's not heard a soft and tender, safe voice? My arms are safe for them. My spirit, my presence, the light that comes off of me is warm and gentle. Men cannot do that. Men have to fight, protect, defend. Their emotions are different. Their bodies are different. They must be strong. Towering. They must do battle against dragons. Other warriors. They must be. Have a different nature. Oh, they do love, but it is different. Their assignment on earth is different. A mother can raise a girl and a boy. A mother's given great wisdom to know how to do this. And when motherhood is discounted and thinking that a man can do it, it cannot. DNA, genes, the creator has already set the pattern. One woman, one man, children. The mother's job is to raise Educate, love, set in boundaries, values, self-esteem. Nurture the seeds that are there. The father's job is different. He is to protect the family. With his life, it's necessary. Provide a safe place to live through working, building. His muscles are different. The mother feels safe protected, valued. The man's emotions are different. He gets great value and honor by being a protector. Sort of a savior. It might seem distant, emotionally from the mother. He is different. His DNA, his genes, his makeup is different. He has to compartmentalize. So he can be one way at work and one way at home. Mothers don't have to do that if they stay at home. All of their emotions, their mind descend on caring for the home life, the children, raising the next generation, providing a safe, loving atmosphere for this warrior that will come home, beaten and bloody, wore out from fighting, wore out from earning money, Distracted from love, he too will need the comforting arms of a loving mother. He too will need to hear the soft words. So I learned that. So when I went into the darkness, the mama was coming. Mama was not a sexual partner to any of these people. There was no sex intended, no sexual motive, but a mama Looking at a little child who is frightened and lost in trances, in darkness, running around trying to find mama, trying to find love. So, here in this letter to Mr. Guron, I'm going to read it to you, and you will learn about a light into the darkness. Mr. Guron. I ask your forgiveness for not responding sooner to your mailing. I received around June 15th. This was probably back in oh, 1998, 99, almost a generation ago. I was very busy and then went on vacation in Canada. I wanted to thank you for thinking about me. I am surprised that someone who has such an international responsibility heard about me and became interested. When you get on Satan's radar, you're providing love. The other side will hear about you. They will set their meetings to come against you. They will give out their assignments to their generals. They carry them out. They cannot have you survive. They need you tainted, having a mixture within you. They must take you down so that your words and your light cannot do what it's supposed to do. I knew that. I, too, am answering the call on my life to help those in need. I do not have an office in Paris. That's where this guy was from. Yet, maybe soon, I, too, help those who have problems and are in need of changes in their lives. I, too, speak to a supernatural power. I only have to call on one, though. I see you have to call on many. I, too, will be publishing books in the future. So far, I'm being kind and nice, relating myself to him. I've stepped up to his level. We're doing the same thing. I see that because of your international status, you have some secrets that others do not have. And I thought you would. But I too. Have international status. And also have some things. That many others. Do not have. Boy. Are we similar. I'm matching him. I'm equal to you. You're no different. Because. Because. In this world, these seers have to prove themselves to you that they've got something you don't have. To get a desire up, a lusting for what they have. But I came back and said, I got the same thing. I see you too want people to have different lives. Me too. People sure have so many needs and wants. I say that you are desiring to do more in the lives of people. This man was helping people with their lives, their desires, recognizing humanity needs help. So was Pastor Deborah. You know, I hear a lot about bad influence. And evil. But no one seems to define what these are. Can you? In his letter to me, he talked about that maybe Pastor Deborah was under bad influence. That means I'm listening to other voices that are influencing me for bad things. We can relate that now. What's happening in public schools. Churches. Politics. One voice is saying one thing, another voice is saying another thing. Each side is saying you are a bad influence. I believe you, Mr. Guron, when you say a new life will open up for me, and it will be a life I could not even imagine right now. He is trying to say, something new is coming if I listen to him. A life I can't even imagine. There's a battle for your thoughts, your ideas, your concepts. One side wants you to have a new life with them. Another side wants to say, we want to design your life. The battle for who is the designer. What words will you listen to? Everybody's after your life. Even as a child and an infant, people are wanting to speak to you, sort of program you, bring concepts in. In any way they can. And he is telling me, an adult, that I can't even imagine what my new life will be with him, through him, as a occultic seer. I do not know what my life would look like for eternity, I said, and what I would have opened up myself to if I give place to you. If I listen to you and your words, and I believe what you are saying to me, I don't know what my life would look like. A lot of us have hopes and dreams of a future. None of us really think much about eternity or the afterlife. Some do. Many people are only desiring of now. We have dreams. have wishes for the future. We try to get there, but we're not sure how to do that. So most of us seek help. Maybe we go for lucky pennies. Trying to break curses. Throwing salt over our shoulders. Going to witch doctors. To curse people. Going gambling to get money. Playing the lottery. Want pleasure. So we buy girls. Children. Boys. Boys. We want to be in business and have lots of money, so we'll sell our soul. There's some great movies to watch about that. There's one. With, uh It's about the devil working hard on a young lawyer. I think Canu, uh, the guy that played in the Matrix movies, played Neo, he's in it. I think Al Pacino is in it. It's excellent to watch. Can't remember the name. He's a public lawyer. He's going to defend somebody. He has a moment in the bathroom where he sees and